Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of F it, I'm doing a podcast. I'm Curtis Harris. It's the 4th of July, so I hope everyone is having a great 4th of July weekend. And celebrate it as you will. Make sure kids get to experience fireworks, but be respectable to our pets when you're shooting them off. Please be respectable for that. Uh, 4th of July to me, I celebrate it, but I celebrate it in my own way. 4th of July has kind of become like Thanksgiving for me, uh, more than ever now, where I celebrate it because I'm pretty sure the British would have uh, been a thousand times worse than our American founding fathers when it came to minorities. I mean, there's several indigenous people who watched their tribes wiped off the planet. So, I, I'm all for yay America when it comes to that. Uh, celebrate how you will, but don't be ignorant and think that 4th of July... Uh, they're trying to make Juneteenth the new 4th of July no they're not and I'm getting all this bullshit out of my system right now to tell you no they're not because there's plenty of reasons to celebrate 4th of July Uh, you either celebrate it with your family, grilling, barbecuing drinking, yay for drinking I plan to do that myself when I'm finally home and able to have a burger with my family and Hopefully watch Boss Baby with my uh, girls. But uh, celebrate it how you will. Just don't celebrate it like neo-Nazis in Philadelphia that uh, last night marched the streets claiming uh, or saying something about reclaim our country. Oh, neo-Nazis. They do the most. They do the most and they try This ain't the 60s or the 50s or the 40s or the 30s. We're all self-aware more than ever when it comes to racism, when it comes to shitheel racists trying to make minorities feel inferior. Shit's not going to play out like that. There's a real good reason why uh, Ryan Coogler didn't go full on with uh, Killmonger's plan and have it resemble some ways the Avengers sweeping down on uh, New York. There's a reason for that. One, realistically, they got to market Black Panther. But I wouldn't be mad if they'd uh, let them just, you know, get the tip in when it came to uh, showing people how Wakanda's or Killmonger Lake Wakandans get down. But hey, it's the 4th of July. We're not worried. We're going to celebrate. We're going to celebrate. Uh, fire up that Team America uh, movie and have a great time. Uh, there's a lot of movies based on the 4th of July. Um, you got your Uncle Sam. Yeah, there's a horror movie called Uncle Sam about the zombie Uncle Sam coming back and killing a bunch of people like a slasher. You'd think he would be a zombie. But no, he came back to life and he killed people and 
Chucky Creative Ways. Yeah. That's why it's called Uncle Sam. And uh, that's why it's not one of those American classics that everybody wants to go watch and check out. Uh, I know everybody's going to watch Independence Day, and I salute all that. There's the 25th anniversary of Independence Day coming out. And it hits different for me because I enjoy the movie, but it is problematic in certain spots here and there. Uh, but hey, enjoy your joy. And this is Independence Day. It's about our freedoms. Freedoms do whatever we want short of not killing or maiming anybody. Don't go out and do that. Uh, my new Independence Day movie is The Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt. I'm, I'm, I like Chris Pratt in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, but I've never been warmed over by him in other movies that are not connected to Marvel. Politics aside, I've just, I never saw him like that, um, but I like him in this. And I and it was some nice little surprises. It's got the guy from uh, Werewolves Within in this as well, where uh, he plays a soldier that's been recruited, and uh, it has a great cast, a lot of great stuff in it. Check it to check out. Um, but I liked him. In, I like Chris Pratt in this movie. I thought he was really great in it. Uh, his whole dynamic with Betty Gilpin, who plays his wife, who by the way. Putting this out there in the universe, Betty Gilpin as Sue Storm, please, or or Meteorite and the Thunderbolts, please. Is can Marvel please get Betty Gilpin on a project? I don't care if they make her the White Queen or they dye her hair a little reddish and call her uh, Jean Grey. I don't care what they do. Betty Gilpin is badass. She. Her, She's an amazing actress, and here I am. I'm going to sit on my pedestal right now. Marvel needs to recruit Betty Gilpin for anything. Put her in any kind of Marvel project, and she will kill it. She's, she's that fucking awesome. Before Brie Larson came along as Captain Marvel, Betty Gilpin was in my running. So, Sue Storm, Betty Gilpin, please make it happen. But she's in this as well, and it is, it's a f- great movie. The first... 15 minutes or 20 minutes are outstanding. I had low expectations for this film. I wasn't really warmed over because of Pratt. I didn't know Betty Gilpin was in it. I'd have been a lot more warmed over. And holy shit, they do a great job. That first 20 minutes is intense because you don't know what to expect. You're like the you're like the main you're like the characters in it because they don't know what to expect. You would think you would think the government would go, hey, we got test footage video that uh, of these things, and we sent it thirty years back into the future, back to the past, so that you know what you're gonna see when you launch, when you when you end up showing up. But then again, if you showed them the alien and what it looks like and how frightening it is, there'd have been a lot of people running and not staying to be drafted. So maybe that's one reason why they did it. And maybe another reason why they did it is because anybody that took footage of them probably didn't live long enough to uh, download it to the military database. But uh, 
it has a Starship Troopers vibe to it, but not in a cheesy way. They they play this up pretty serious to a point. Uh, the lead character from Werewolves Within, and I forget this brother's name, but I really like seeing him and stuff. And I like seeing him in an action movie role. Werewolves in the end, he got to kind of play the tough guy role a little bit. Uh, this, he gets to do his action on. And he's another guy that I want to see in the MCU. I don't know what they, what they can do, but please put him in the MCU somehow. He could play Miles' dad uh, or something. Put him in the MCU. But I really enjoyed this film. I thought it was great. Uh, I love the whole lead up to what this creature is going to look like and I'm a horror movie guy I'm a creature movie guy I haven't been impressed with a creature like of that nature since Alien and Predator this creature was a mixture of the two and it was haunting and relentless I still what lives in what lives in my head right now is that image in the staircase when it's when one of them is leaping down and slicing and dicing and eating and shooting and and, and they're no fair these aliens don't give a fuck they're no fair they're shooting spikes at people too it's bad enough that they got the mandibles that can take your head off no they're gonna shoot spikes at you and and take you out from afar and then they're gonna come and eat you that's a fucked up that's a fucked up creature and the, and it makes a noise you know and everything and I, I'm I that's a that's a scenario that I would not want to be in because there's an awesome scene involving uh, the character from werewolves within and he's just firing away at this creature and this creature is not stopping it took all of them to take down one so I can only imagine what it would be like if a swarm of them attacked them all it, it would not be pretty and I'm pretty sure it, it would not be pretty. It wouldn't go down like that. But he's firing away at this thing and saying, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. That would be me. I'd be firing away, trying to keep that thing away from me. And saying, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. But I'm probably saying, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. Because that alien, oh my god. Those aliens are no joke. They move fast like cheetahs and they they swarm in a pack like wild dogs impressive I, I was very impressed with those creatures I, I thought Jesus imagine alien versus uh, these creatures but then again the alien has acid for blood so this alien race wouldn't last two seconds against the alien creature I'm just saying they might stand a little bit of a chance with the predators but the alien would wipe them out immediately I mean they would be acid flowing and they'd be melting away while they're trying to kill them off. It would not be a fair fight in my opinion. But I love the creature design. I love the creature design in it. J.K. Simmons is in this as Chris Pratt's uh, dad who uh, abandoned him many years ago and this whole father issue thing that he's got with him. Um, overall, uh, it's a great sci-fi film and it's a great Independence Day film to check out. So please do. I found myself uh, past couple of days watching The Croods and The Croods The New Age with my kids. Uh, I like that series. I 
it's it's like a modern it's the modern it's like a modern version of the Flintstones in a lot of ways. Only the Flintstones didn't go on adventures like the Croods did. Uh, but I liked it overall. I thought it was great. Uh, there's a lot of comedy. I honestly with children's movies, there's movies that don't get me, and the Croods have some great uh, humor in it that appeals to adults as well as kids, and I, I liked it a lot. It's it's a funny film. It's a really funny film. Uh, both both of them are great. Nicolas Cage, man. Nicolas Cage in an animated film. I never thought I'd see the day. And he is so good in this. In both of the movies. He's so good in it. And it was it was nice and refreshing seeing Nicolas Cage uh, in our children's animated movies. You know. And maybe when they grow, they go, oh, I want to know what else he does. And I go, oh, let me introduce you to Mandy. Let me introduce you to Con Air. Or The Rock. Yeah. But I like Nicolas Cage as an actor. I think he's he's quirky, but no. He's not pulling bullshit like James Franco. So he's he's absolutely cool in my book. And being Independence Day, I'm going to say this. Uh, our country is so divided right now, it's embarrassing. You've got either people without a pot to piss in, getting on social media and silencing people in their own ways with bullshit and replies. And you've got people who are out there marching in the streets talking about they're wanting to reclaim this country like the neo-Nazis did uh, in Philadelphia last night. And all I can say is this. If you are upset about seeing a race of people suddenly recognized, lifted up a lot more than what they've been in the past, and you're annoyed by that, you might might be a little insecure, and you definitely are probably a little racist. But we're all racist because racism is in our DNA to some degree. I mean, you'll never see me doing the racist things that racists do, white racists do. Uh, you'll never see me do that because I don't have the privilege or I wasn't born with the mentality that I could do anything like that and get away with it. So you'll never see me do that. Um, I love my family. I love my in-laws. I just don't like racists. And I just don't like people who are racist, whether they're white or black. But of late, white racists are doing the most. They got their little Karens weaponizing racism and hoping the police will kill a black person by getting scared on a phone call or targeting them. Uh, you got that going on. But that is the problem because for those every Karen and every white racist, it overshadows and drowns out your good empathetic people who 
know shit is fucked up and want better. Those idiots are getting the spotlight and not any good people. But you have to worry about sometimes sometimes a person's good nature could be looked at as disingenuous or looked at as uh, patronizing. And you have to be careful of that as well. But uh, I'm just sick and tired of our country being so divided. Facebook is divided as fuck. Twitter would have been divided as fuck if, if you know, when you jumped on the platform app, uh, everybody who wanted to seek you out could seek you out. And they, they can. On tw- they can do that on Twitter, but I tell you right now, I try to not allow any family members any co-workers on my Twitter feed because I want to be able to speak freely about myself and about who I am and about my life and about shit that's happening in the world. I can't do a third of that on Facebook because either somebody will be offended, somebody will be shocked that I could even think like that, and another person will be thinking, oh my God. He said this, trying to be funny in a dirty way. Oh, I can't believe he's that way. And, and that's another bullshit thing. So I'm, I, 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 I'm, on, I'm on Facebook with a grain of salt. I'm on there to post uh, more than ever now, post trailers and stuff, funny memes I see that don't have people all in their feelings. Because Facebook is... Like I said before, uh, on, on, on Twitter, I think it was, Facebook caters to sociopaths. Don't ever forget that shit. They cater to sociopaths. If you're a decent person, Facebook give a fuck about it and make sure the algorithm buries you. And if you're a sociopath, they'll gas you up and give you all the ammunition you need. And it's sad that it's like that. I don't ever want to be one of those guys going, man, I can't stand this movie because there's too much politics in, 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 in this movie. And I'm going, there, there's a, the Noah Wally has got Alien coming out. Um, and I'm excited for that. I can't wait to see it. But there are people who are upset now because. Noah said that he was going to focus on the uh, disparaging systematic uh, problems of the people in our country or people in the situation. And it made it seem like, great, Noah's going to talk about politics. And the last thing I want in my sci-fi horror film or sci-fi, sci-fi horror TV show is politics. I got news for you. As someone who has talked about aliens on my podcast and my love of it, um, it was always fucking political. If you're one of those people who haven't watched Alien or watched it at all, then you only see it as that thing, that one thing. But it was always political. It was always... Take a drink. It was always about... It was always about uh, this p- 
people on this ship and how there were different class systems and hierarchies to how they worked on the ship. There's a whole scene involving, I think it was Burke. I think his name was Burke, the Apicotos character. Him and Harry D. Stanton are talking with Sigourney Weaver about they've got to go to this planet because of this distress call, so how much are they getting paid? And Sigourney Weaver, as political as she can be, says, oh, you're going to get paid, you know, just like you're doing a regular job. You're not getting paid extra for this. And they had their own words about what about it in no way and they joked about it but it was always political it was always about politics and for people to just get upset over that and get mad because oh man there's politics in my uh, my uh, TV show it's ridiculous and now because some rat face mole rat has brought it to the attention of in their feelings uh, racist on Fox News so now suddenly they're going to go after Alien and I'm pretty sure there's going to be a cancel Alien because it is being unfair to the Xenomorph in the film or it is unfair because it couldn't uh, live when it ripped out of a guy's chest after going into it through its egg. Um, but I don't think it'll get that ridiculous, but this is America. Of course it's going to get ridiculous. So I hope that if you see any of that shit, just boot it away. Shut it down immediately because there's only two films that honestly, if... People tried to cancel. I would be so pissed off, and I would have to put the person who posted it on blast. And that is Alien, and that is Blazing Saddles. You fuck with my Blazing Saddles, I'm gonna put you on blast and be petty as hell. Whether it's Facebook or Twitter, I don't give a fuck. Blazing Saddles is a comedy classic. It is truly the greatest Fourth of July film ever. I mean, you can uh, you can enjoy and watch it that way. It's hilarious, and it's one of the funniest comedies of our time. And there'll never be any comedy to even come close to Mel Brooks and the great work oh that he did in Blazing Saddles. There, there never will be. I'm mean, just telling you the truth. There never will be. But uh, I hope everyone's having a great time. I hope they have a great Fourth of July and celebrate. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your burgers and your hot dogs. Try to live uh, life uh, the way you want it to. And uh, just have fun. And don't don't try to politicize firing firecrackers and bottle rockets and Roman candles. Don't make that an issue. If you got family with you, try not to ruin their day by shit-posting commentary about how you don't like this country or you don't like certain aspects of the country. Just live your life and enjoy it. So this has been Effort. I'm doing a podcast. I'm Curtis Harris, and as always, we will talk again shortly.